Welcome to Ayurveda 101 with Mappy, easy Ayurveda for today's complex world. We're here to help you navigate the ancient science of Ayurveda, India's natural wellness system, so you can feel your healthiest, happiest, and most empowered every single day. We're hosted by Maharishi Ayurveda, America's first and oldest Ayurveda company. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, so always check with your doctor before starting a new regimen. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 10 of Ayurveda 101 with Mapi. I'm your host, Dr. Shankri Weichman. I'm a teacher of Transcendental Meditation and Marshi Yogasanas, and I've been practicing Marshi Ayurveda for the last 20 years, both personally and professionally. And in our last episode, we spoke about the science, mechanics, and importance of sleep for our health and wellness. And today, we're going to be continuing our explorations on the topic of Ayurveda and sleep with our very special guest, British actress, therapist, and former Bollywood star, Aruna Shields. Welcome, Aruna. Hi, Shankari. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, wonderful. We're so happy to have you here. Listeners, let me tell you about Aruna's incredible journey. Born in England, Aruna worked for the BBC and Channel One Television before talent agents in the film industry spotted her. She went on to achieve critical acclaim as a lead actress in India, France, and the UK. Impressively, she played India's version of Bond in the Bollywood action thriller Prince, showcasing her ability as a martial artist and performing all her own stunts, including motorbike bungee jumps. Her soundtrack for the movie Tere Lie has over 200 million views on YouTube. A regular on the red carpet at the Cannes Film Festival, for many years, Aruna played critically acclaimed lead roles in feature films, including A.O. The Last Hunter, as well as the arthouse film Mr. Singh and Mrs. Mehta. She won Miss India Talent, is one of the first Indian models to break into mainstream fashion modeling, and has graced the covers of numerous magazines. And interestingly, her affinity and love for wildlife led her to belly dancing with snakes for high-profile events. And then she shocked her fans by taking a 10-year sabbatical from the world of film to meditate and study the mind. And she has since developed into a modern spiritual teacher, a therapist, and a meditation expert. Aruna, I would love to know, what compelled you to make such a dramatic shift, and why at that particular time? Well, life surprises and delights. I had no idea that I would ever stop. It had been my dream to work as an actress in the film industry, and I was at the peak of my career, and I had multiple film offers, but there was this deep urge to pause, to look after my body, which was absolutely exhausted and burnt out, because we get up at 4 a.m., we're jet-lagged, we're always preparing scripts. But I had to listen to that inner voice that wanted to meditate, and I don't know why it kicked in at that time. It wasn't good for me in many ways because I had to say no to a lot of projects to stop. But I had to really follow my intuition and have the courage to pause and to go inwards 
And I think it's important for people to be sensitive to different phases in their life and to listen deeply to what the body needs. Because the body's so important and it's the most valuable thing we have and allows for us to feel happiness, for us to make a difference in the world. So we really need to respect and listen to it. And that's also why I'm very interested in Ayurveda. That is so beautiful that you were able to listen to what your body was saying, you know, just to give it what it was asking for. And it sounds like there was so much exhaustion that came about from what you were doing. And this is something I think so many people are going through is this level of exhaustion or burnout, and then how to recover from that kind of emotional, physical kind of exhaustion. I'd love to hear more about your work as a therapist and teacher, and what do you do, and what kinds of results are you seeing with clients who might also be experiencing this? Well, what I've noticed now, after, you know, life experience, meditation, studying multiple psychotherapy modalities, working in Malibu rehabs, just everything that I've experienced, is it all kind of... um, boils down to this intuition that kicks in and this inner intelligence that wakes up in both myself and my clients. And when that happens, it provides a platform for us to make profound shifts. And it's a beautiful thing to observe for both myself and my clients. And sometimes it's life-saving. And I always suggest my clients meditate twice daily because that really shifts the gears and we can make rapid progress because their inner intelligence wakes up and the conversations change. They become much deeper and we're able to work through things faster. And also when people are tired and stressed and they don't have a technique to dissolve that stress, the mind gets negatively biased And we don't want to be working in every session to just fine-tune that negative bias. So we can get on to doing other things and be more solution-focused and forward-focused. I love all my clients. They're incredible people. They do wonderful things with their life. They inspire me just as much as I inspire them. And I always suggest people take care of their bodies if they're going to work with me. If there's any addictions to anything, we have to (laughs) address that, whatever it may be. Because you just get hit by a wall if the body's exhausted and the body isn't taken care of. It's very difficult to make any progress in your life if you're not taking care of yourself. Sleeping, eating correctly, going to bed on time. I know that sounds like something that not everybody wants to do. But you can't feel happy if your body's not well and you're just uh, putting things into it that it shouldn't be having to deal with or if you're taking things in through any of the senses that are stressing the body. So I always suggest my clients notice what they're listening to, not only what they're eating, and you become what you surround yourself with and what you absorb. I know that's really, really beautiful. There's so many points that you've brought out that I just love. When you were saying that when you're tired, then that's also how you start to perceive the world around you. The world is really as you are. 
And then you brought out this beautiful point of this intelligence that wakes up and the insights that it provides. And I understand that transcendental meditation is a big part of your daily self-care routine. And as a TM teacher myself, I've seen the tremendous difference that it has made in my life and in the lives of so many people. What do you like about it? What difference has it made in your life? Can you share a little bit more about this part of your journey? TM is the best thing that has happened to me, full stop. Much better than being a critically acclaimed actress, being on the cover of magazines, whatever it may be, dating somebody hot. TM, hands down, is the best thing. It changed my life. I have a very emotional attachment to it because I think I owe my success to it, especially since I took a sabbatical. It really grounded me. It dissolved a backlog of stress that I had. It enabled me to see things in a different light, to have the courage to go inwards. And I could spend hours just talking about TM, but I won't. (laughs) And I know everybody has a different journey, but I can only speak for what worked for me. I kind of wished that I was practicing TM when I was an actress. I don't think I would have been so burnt out. I was doing other practices, but not the TM. And so I would highly recommend if you have a busy life, you need a meditation practice, which is like a pickaxe. Some meditation practices, they do work, but they don't go as deep and don't dissolve as much stress. And the TM's like a magic cure for just plugging yourself in and rebooting. And I just can't talk enough good stuff about it. (laughs) I love that you're talking about it like a reboot. You know, it's almost that we get to reboot twice a day doing this practice. And just that connection with how it dissolves that stress. I mean, that is such an important part of getting deep rest for the mind, for the body, just for overall well-being, just for total physiological and psychological health. And given that today's topic, in part, is about sleep, what are some of your top tips for getting a better night's sleep? Are there any favorite Ayurvedic practices that you would like to share with us? Yes. I always go to bed by 10 p.m. I know that might sound boring, (laughs) but it really isn't. When you start going inwards, you start to get in sync with nature, and it's so beautiful. So when the sun goes down, you start to prepare yourself for bed. I tend to come off my devices before bed. I love to listen to Sama Veda. It's very relaxing, Vedic chanting, and just spend time with my animals. I often find that I don't need to fall asleep straight away because sometimes it's very stressful to be lying in bed and not falling asleep and then having that inner dialogue as, oh, I need to fall asleep. And if I don't, I'm going to be tired and I have so much to do tomorrow. I've noticed that even just letting the body rest is enough. You don't necessarily have to fall into a deep sleep. And sometimes when you meditate, this intelligence enlivens and sometimes you witness your body sleeping. And so the very active sleep becomes meditative, but that often is in more advanced cases. And I stop eating after 8 p.m. 
and tend to have my main meal at midday. I never drink coffee. <laughs> I'm way too sensitive to caffeine. And if I'm changing time zones, I tend to meditate in the morning and in the afternoon to reboot my body. And I take supplements, MAPI supplements, which take care of my body so that it's going to have deep rest. I have the immunity set, the healthy lung set, and I also do panchakarma when I can. And often when you prepare for panchakarma, they suggest that you take tablets, these beautiful herbs, these Ayurvedic herbs, and I do that. And Amrit Kalash is incredible. That is a miracle for a lot of things. So I would highly recommend that. And for anyone who's congested at night or is maybe suffering with COVID and having difficulty sleeping, and I also uh, did have COVID, I highly recommend using the nasal drops. They are just so beautiful. They smell lovely and they clear your throat and your lungs. And so MAPI has all these incredible products for everything, for anything you need help with. Oh, that's just beautiful. I love that you're bringing out this whole concept of sleep as a meditative practice, not just for a rest, but it really shifts what sleep can be for us. You've also brought out so many different points about just going off of coffee or there's these different supplements. You know, it's just incredible. And one of my favorite things that you just brought out is that you don't try to force anything. You can just lie down and rest and, you know, just kind of recover in that way also. So lovely. And you have a YouTube channel called Aruna Shields TV dedicated to helping people relax. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Well, I initially wanted to help my clients relax. It's really important. And so at the minute, I have 10 or 30-minute guided relaxing journeys with different themes that are kind of themes like letting go, loving kindness, adaptability, non-striving, and so on. Some of them have nature sounds. And it's it's really beautiful and it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside and people love it. And with repeated listening, they've told me that they've reported a lot of positive changes in their life, better sleep, more rejuvenation, improved relationships and reduced stress. And it requires no concentration and it's really easy and it's just Something that you can do to take your mind off what it's been thinking about during the day and be in your body and listen to your body, scan your body, um, listen to nature and just relax. It also has some music. I love designing it. It's kind of beautiful with the way I've done it. I'm very proud of it. Oh, that's wonderful. And I, I love just hearing the positive changes that people have experienced from listening to this. That's incredible. And just shifting gears slightly, it's so impressive that you are one of India's first women to cross over into mainstream fashion modeling. How was that experience for you? Well, I was really lucky because I was spotted by a photographer while I was plucking my eyebrows on the tube in London. I must have been in a rush that morning to be plucking my eyebrows in public. 
but it taught me that you don't do things on your own. I really needed to be given a break by somebody who saw something in me. And I always remember that because the ego can kick in when you become successful and you can forget you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for many other people making a decision to give you a platform. And so it's a co-creative process and it's humbling to remember that. And you're given opportunities, you, you don't take them. And so when you realize everything's a co-creation and we don't do things on our own, you stop to push to try and make it happen because you can't make things happen. Things happen. You just be yourself and relax. I mean, that's incredible. You know, what a story to be spotted by a photographer in that way. I love what you're sharing with us about this whole notion of co-creating and kind of surrendering, you know, not really pushing or trying, but just what happens when there's just that kind of surrendering value. Just one last question, just thinking back on where you've come from, from Bollywood, from the film industry to modeling to where you are now. What advice would you offer to anyone thinking of making this big shift or this big leap in life? Always wait until you're established in a calm place inside before you make a decision. Because things look very different when you're tired and stressed. And it's important not to rush. You can gather information and once you've gathered that information, you can stop, leave it, don't think about it for a couple of days, and return back to what you need to make the decision on. And then follow your gut instincts. And in order to follow your gut instincts, you have to have been taking care of your body and going inwards to listen to that voice because the inner voice, it doesn't scream like anxiety screams. It's very quiet. And so we have to be able to hear the subtler levels. And then you have access to this inner compass that's always guiding you. And it has nothing to do with what other people are saying or telling you you should do. Nobody can make a decision about what direction you should go in your life other than you. And only you have the access to your unique inner compass and that inner compass is directly connected to your dharma, which is your life purpose. And it's essential that everybody connects to their unique life purpose so that they're not a bee trying to be a butterfly or a lion trying to be an ant. And then the whole ecosystem works and we don't have to copy what anybody else is doing. We can just be ourselves. So... Be yourself unapologetically. <laughs> incredible, incredible. What a beautiful, beautiful gift that you're sharing with us on what happens when you go within, um, when there's so much noise in the world around us. I love what you brought out about listening to that inner voice that's so calm and quiet. So beautiful. Aruna, it's just been such a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much for sharing all of these tips, so much information, and for sharing your journey with us. Thank you. Thank you again, Aruna, and thank you listeners for joining us today. We hope you join us next time when we will be sharing more Ayurvedic knowledge and tips for health and wellness. My name is Shankari. Until next time. 
This episode of Ayurveda 101 was produced by Mappy in partnership with Headquist Productions. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.